0: He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know, Cheryl, she tells him so.
1: I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show.
0: Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com Holy moly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight. Huh? <laughs> Let me do that again. Oh. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is, this is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight Dale Campbell.
1: I'm glad my mic was off because I was laughing.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm,
1: take cider. a few weeks off. Side are you
0: on? <laughs> and, take,
1: I'm on your side, girl. It was good. <laughs> you just, take a few weeks off and and oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, well, you know what are I, you gonna do? What are you I, gonna do?
1: Wine, women, and song.
0: That is May- always an option for you. <laughs> well,
1: it's good to have you back. Welcome back.
0: Oh, thank you. It is nice to be back. Uh,
1: we kinds of cool stuff while you were gone.
0: I heard. I'm going to have to try this uh, pumpkin Pumpkin and spinach. Spinach. Yeah.
1: Tim and I didn't like those a bit.
0: I noticed I didn't get any, so you must have really eight, hated it.
1: We <laughs> <only> made nine. <laughs> yeah. Should have seen us fighting over that last one, man. We finally, oh, heck, let's cut it in half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the audience was a bit peeved. They didn't get nada. Oh, ah.
0: my goodness. Oh, my hey,
1: goodness. The band got one. We cut it in the fourths.
0: Right, right.
1: And then Tim and I were all about that. yeah They were good, y'all. Check that show out. Last week's show, the, the pumpkin and spinach roll-ups were excellente.
0: And this is the perfect time to get pumpkin.
1: It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. The other big thing is apples. This is apple season, man. It is apple season. Fall, fall is here. Um, also, check out an, uh, a, a squash yeah. called a uh, spaghetti squash. Those are pretty awesome, too. We might have to do something with that in a couple weeks on the show. Hmm. Those are good. Hey, I want to uh, get a shout-out to a, a new friend I made. She lives in Midland, Odessa, you know, where Friday Night Lights, that's where that's based at. Mm-hmm. Ain't much going on in Midland. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> now all the oil people are gone. You know, it has got crazy out there for a while, Cheryl. I mean, all the oil people came in. They were drilling for natural gas. Mm-hmm. It was like at one time, I think there was over 270 wells going on over there. Oh, my gosh. The noise People level. they their jobs and going and just driving. They were, you know, getting the big duallys with the gooseneck trailers, mm-hmm. pulling foot trailers, running pipe and stuff. I mean, making... This one kid was 18, went out there for a year and a half and drove and made enough money, came back and bought a house.
0: Wow.
1: Ash. Thank you. Have a good day. And I'm probably going to mess her name up. Uh, Asela. Aselia. Aselia. A- Aselia. Okay. I think. Okay. We're yes. guessing. Yes. But hey, we're saying hi. <laughs> she listens to us out there on the West Texas Reading Radio Service, which is pretty cool out there in Midland, Odessa, where you can bet on pick your pick your tumbleweed.
0: Well, we're we, we're excited to have uh, you know eight fan listeners. number three. So have to
1: have eight listeners now.
0: Oh, eight! <laughs> you didn't you didn't tell me about these. I was, I thought we were like two or three.
1: So you were gone. Tim was in. So you know, Tim yeah. he.
0: He, he pulled in the other five,
1: okay. Kind of a ladies, man, you know. Exciting. He winks at them and, you know, bats his eyes and they're all over the time. <laughs> 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 oh, y'all, welcome to Cooking in the Dark. It is, uh, where are we at here? Show um, 341, 34, I don't know, some way up there. Goodness gracious. Craziness, craziness. But as we're saying, it is the fall. It is apple time. Apples, 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 apples. Cannot beat them, man. Cannot beat them. So you just gotta join them.
0: This is true.
1: Maybe I think <laughs>
0: apples. I, I you know I was thinking like, if you're like, oh I don't I don't make apple pie blah blah. I would say this is like the perfect time to start practicing. <laughs>
1: like, Absolutely. Because... Even, even uh, apple crisp. Yeah. Uh, um, apple bread.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Apple muffins. Yeah. Apple turnovers. Apple pancakes? Shall I go on? No. I feel like Bubba Gump, and you know, (laughs) and there's shrimp paid off, and there's shrimp, and that, and And that's about all there is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, something else you can do is take that wedge and pop apple slicer, pop your apples, and then put a little cinnamon sugar on them, throw them in the oven.
0: (gasps) That oh, not only is that delicious, it like your your house just smells. Like fall and holiday and, and Christmas. It's, it's oh wonderful. Gosh.
1: Yes, yes. It's wonderful. That is great. You know, that's something I used to do And this little thing here, y'all. I used to take, um, yeah, some cinnamon sticks, break those up, a little allspice, some cloves, and just throw them in a little pan with a little water and just let them steam just kind of simmer, just to oh, make the house smell up purty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, where's Grandma? What are we having for dinner? And your mouth starts watering. <laughs> hey, maybe that's not such a good idea.
0: <laughs> it does sort of force you to go cook.
1: You're like, ah, oh, I got to do something. like, ah, I, uh, I got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> eat, 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 But, oh, man, we got Halloween coming, Cheryl. And uh, I hate to tell you this. Yes. But I'm going to anyway. We've got about... Um, Seventy-five days to Christmas. Oh Can you goodness. believe it? Yeah. I mean, they're already playing all the crazy songs. No. You know when the stores and no, Christmas no. stuff. Man, really? Like, they can't be. Christmas stuff's been out since like Fourth of July, I think. You know. They, <laughs> <laughs> just, they go just straight s- from Easter s- to Christmas.
0: Sending out subtle hints. Shop. Buy. Yes,
1: shop. Buy. Yes. Shop. Christmas. Christmas. Gosh. Yeah. Oh I remember when I used to work back in college, y'all, oh, the dang Christmas department was right across from our department. Uh-oh. It did not take me long to go clip the wire on those singing Christmas lights, you know? <laughs> Enough of this nonsense already. Gosh.
0: Oh, yeah, because I, I imagine that goes, like, from November all the way through to September. Oh,
1: December. like, well, uh, September they would start setting that stuff up, you know? Oh, no, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, like late September, 1st of October, Uh uh-huh. I mean, before you even, I mean, it ought to be, you ought to be getting a fine for, you know, putting stuff, Christmas stuff up before Halloween's done. Yeah. Come on, now. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'll get off my soapbox about that, because I do love Halloween. I do love Christmas, too, but not all year long. Well, yeah, I do, as long as I'm getting... Christmas in July, I'll take it. <laughs> so, girl, I'm glad you're back. You're feeling much better. You know, y'all, everybody was keeping tabs on you. We are getting emails. How's Cheryl? Which, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah.
0: that's very kind. I am definitely 100% better. You would have loved it because Mr. Tim certainly did. The day I lost my voice, he was like... Oh the voice is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. He took you to the doctor and the doctor said she'll get it back in about a week or so, I mean in 3 or 4 days. And he's like, "Well, what can I give her to make it be gone for two a little weeks
0: longer?" Yeah. <laughs>
1: I like it.
0: But and and of course, you know, it's like you could barely talk, but I'm just like, "I have things to say." <laughs> <laughs> and you got to listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's important
0: so Tim um, was probably like oh please let her get her voice back because right now she's like yanking on my ear <laughs>
1: <laughs> this sign language she's railing on me ain't working <laughs> yeah we had that happen one night we were out and you know blind guy and a beautiful sighted wife and this lady comes up and tells candace that she needs to learn sign language so she and i can communicate and i'm like okay apparently you don't understand that <laughs> <laughs> here just fine <laughs> goodness gracious oh well you gotta love the sighted people they're funny Tapping, tapping, tapping. Getting back to apples. Mm -mm -mm. Today, we're going to do a recipe, pork chops and an apple dressing type stuff. What's the name of that recipe? I think
0: it's pork chops and an apple sauce.
1: And an apple sauce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds delicious already, right? Your mouth is already watering. Mine is. So, that's going to be... Fun today because it's apple time, man. Apples, pumpkins. I encourage you to uh, go to the archives and pull up one of our shows where we make pumpkin seeds. Those pumpkin are, delicious. Seeds are delicious, especially if you're going to be doing a jack-o'-lantern oh, yeah. or the other. You know, our favorite. I think we did a rerun on it a little bit while ago, but um, the show where we do the the uh, pump the the, the dinner in a pumpkin. Oh, that is delicious. That's excellent. And what's crazy about it, you can do any. All it is is a casserole, but instead of putting it in a pan, you put it in a sugar pumpkin. Yeah. Easy, and it's cool to serve, throw on the table. Ah, oh, great to take to a party, have some friends over. Even better to make for yourself and just all mine. <laughs> Even if Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin come over. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> so anyway, hey, y'all don't need to go anywhere. We're going to be doing that, doing that, doing that. So the um, – you know, school's back in session. There's this teacher, and she works with little kids and helps them with their speech. You know, speech impediments and pronunciation and, you know, diction and all that good stuff. And she was working with this little boy and, and trying to teach him facial features mm-hmm. and also work on, work on his ends. So she gave him some modeling clay and told him to make a sculpture of her. So he's, like, forming the head and going in, and then he starts working on it. And she goes, oh, you're working on my neck. And he goes, no, that's your chin. And he gets a little more clay and starts working on there again. Oh, she goes, now you're doing my neck. He goes, no. Now I'm doing your other chin. pa rum a pum pum That's
0: bad. <laughs> All right, y'all,
1: don't go anywhere. We're doing pork chops, baked pork chops, Mm-mm-mm. and applesauce dressing. Be back. Don't go anywhere. Cooking in the dark.
0: Now, here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: We're back. Did you go anywhere? If you did, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is coming up. You guys got a costume yet? What are you all going to be this year?
0: Oh, gosh. I got to think about that.
1: We keep because I kind of look like Will Ferro. Mm-hmm. So uh, one year we went and I had this Ricky Bobby thing, you know, when he was in Talladega Nights. and I had that racing suit on. And I ended up taking second place or third place something in a costume contest. I didn't even know I was entered in. Getting <laughs> 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 ready to leave. They said, no, you can't. You're in the costume contest. I'm oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I, we keep wanting to be the um, USC Trojan cheerleaders, Candace and I. That would be a cute one. So, anyway, Halloween. you got to love it. All right, <laughs> let's talk. Everybody's like, would you all quit talking and let's make some food, man. We've been sitting here. We're hungry. Oh. We're tired want it's, some food.
0: It's been two minutes we were talking.
1: I know. But you know these people, they get impatient. Especially it's this one right here in the front row. Okay. Why don't you read them that recipe? Not many ingredients. One of my kind of favorite recipes here. Okay.
0: All right. So we need three tablespoons all-purpose flour, one and a half teaspoons of salt, a half a teaspoon of pepper, six pork uh, bone-in-loin chops, a quarter cup of water, one jar 12 ounces of uh, currant jelly, and three to four medium tart apples, thinly sliced. That's all medium you need. Hot. Yeah, thinly
1: sliced. Thinly sliced. Okay. We can do all that. I know I can. Let me get the pepper. We'll do some fresh ground pepper here.
0: We can do this.
1: Okay, and we need a little salta.
0: Little salt, little salt.
1: And um, the water we're going to use in a minute. Yeah. Got our chops here. Got a chop. Now, actually, I don't have pork chops.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got when I don't buy pork chops anymore. I buy um, country ribs. Now, country ribs are pork chop. They're they're loin. They're a little bit cheaper. Then, a chop, but to me, gosh, they're just as good
0: now, do they come already like cut like into mm-hmm. like pork chop type sizes? They're
1: kind of cut into steaks, okay, if you will. They're long and skinny, mm-hmm. um, so they're more like a New York strip steak, okay, okay,
0: and is it fatty or or
1: no no, no, not too fatty mm-hmm. Um you can get them bone in or bone out. Half a dozen, one or the other. But I first got turned on these. My grandma used to make them. But she mm-hmm. would take them and put them in a, in a cake pan, like a 13 by 9 pan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then just cover them with barbecue sauce and bake them. Oh,
0: oh, lovely.
1: Delicious. So that's when I heard country ribs. That's what I used to always think of. No, oh, it's not a dish, it's a type of meat. Uh huh. But like... they are excellent for broiling, mm-hmm. they're excellent for grilling you know they don't have in my opinion some pork has got a lot of fat in it yeah these and uh, don't have that much in my opinion
0: yeah.
1: so um yeah I, it's just a it's a nicer and i mean i asked the butcher i mean i like mine thicker mhm but they put out cuz they usually put them out there about 3 quarters of an inch thick or so which is excellent you know mm-hmm. but i like mine a little bit thicker so that's when i usually get them to um, slice them for me about an inch and a half thick. Okay. And, I mean, the butcher at the grocery store, he'll do that for you. Or at the butcher shop, wherever you go. But you. Some friends of ours just bought some property out in the country. I'm like, man, raise me a cow. Don't name it. guess <laughs> <Because laughs> they were talking about getting a cow for pets. I'm like, don't name mine. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, name it T-Bone. And
0: Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was a kid, my mom did that one year. Because we had a deep freezer...
1: Yes, and she
0: like she bought I don't know a quarter of a cow or half. Oh my gosh, it was the, you know we had all these differently. Ground beef, you had steaks, you had you know loins, roasts, all this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, you can buy like yeah half a cow and yeah yeah if you've got the freezer. Oh my goodness, that is the way to go.
0: You just pack it all up and and you know ribs. It was just delicious. Oh yeah, all seasons, all seasons.
1: Yes. Hamburger meat, good meat, too right. lean, yeah,
0: and it makes sense. To,
1: Could, do that with pigs too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and, and it, like I mean, if it's if it's a, if it, ugh, if it's you and a family, you know, it makes sense because I think ultimately you're saving money because um, you basically get meat. I think that can last a pretty long time.
1: Oh yeah, you sure can. Yeah, sure can. So in my pan, y'all, I've sprayed it down with a little vegetable spray. Mm-hmm. Now, these little dudes are excellent because they're little, they're almost bite-sized pieces here, Cheryl. They're all about, um, oh, there's a bigger one, about two inches wide, mm-hmm. about an inch and a half thick. And they're about four to five inches long. Cool. Which is wonderful. So I'm just kind of rolling them in our flour mixture that has our salt. I put them in one of the, the perfect prep trays. Mm-hmm. So we want to send out a shout to Scott Marshall. He got in and got him a set of these trays before they're sold out. When oh. they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. Okay. Just warning you. Don't say we didn't tell you so. So I'm just dredging them through the in the flour and salt and pepper mixture, putting them on the baking sheet, and then we will take the. Um, Our quarter cup of water. And these work out really well. So Cheryl and I were talking, you know, if you're just one or two, this recipe, make it. Because you're going to be able to save the apple stuff. You know, what you don't use. You're going to be able to save the meat that you don't eat. You know, put some in the fridge for leftovers or just freeze it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you've got another meal waiting to go, quick and easy. Although this stuff is so good, you won't.
0: You might accidentally eat it all in eat one all. sitting.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we're talking like six chops, really? And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I'm going to eat two anyway. Maybe three. <laughs> Just because that's the way I roll. Wash my hands off here real quick. Now, what um, what do we need to bake these at? Um, 350 for an hour. Uncovered. 50 for an hour. Uncovered. Oh, look at that. There was one hiding. Okay, we get our water in here. The water is going to help take some of this flour and turn it into a little bit of a gravy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Same time, it's going to help keep the pork moist yep. as it bakes. Now, I've even done that before. I'll just take a mug, a coffee mug of water and put it on the bottom shelf of the oven. Ah. And uh, put it in so that it kind of, you know, it'll heat up. Mm-hmm. So it kind of steams and helps keep moisture in your food. Okay, all right. So A, our um, pork is in the oven, 350 for about an hour. So we're going to take five. And for all you out there in listening land, it's going to be more like 30 minutes here. But five for you or two for you or maybe one, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But don't go anywhere. This is cooking. We'll be right back.
0: Now, with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Cooking in the dark.
1: Cooking in the dark. Yeah. Hey, I can't see. Turn the lights on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what do you mean okay. about cooking in the dark?
1: Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> First thing you do is turn the lights out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our pork chops are um, coming coming along pretty daggum good. Now, we want to go for about an hour or an internal temperature of 145. Of course, the best way to, to check that is with the talking cooking thermometer. There it is. 76.8 degrees. Oh, 76.8 degrees in the studio. Now, you get it close to me cuz I'm pretty hot. 77.9 See, I'm a degree higher, 77. <laughs> <laughs> Just set it up, Keep stay away from me, boy. Cuz dude, I'm sorry. If you're 77 degrees, you're dead. <laughs> you're a little chilly, boy. <laughs> Okay, so there, there, our pork is porking in mm-hmm. the oven there. It's going to be baking up nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. I like that flour. sometimes when I fry bacon, Cheryl, I'll do that. I'll dredge my bacon in flour.
0: Will you really?
1: And fry it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like side meat, you know, oh. like they used to do side. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. From the old days. All right. Okay, so um, now we need to make our sauce right. that is going to go with... Our pork chops. Yes, yes. So for this, we're going to need three to four thinly sliced apples.
0: All right, tell us, how will you be slicing these apples?
1: With the apple machine. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: That does cut dung on time.
1: Because <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'd be saying, really, peel... Core,
0: slice.
1: be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. four apples. Eh, let's see. What's the next recipe got?
0: <laughs>
1: Ain't going to do it. So I've got the apple machine out. The apple machine, y'all, it's uh, one of those little, it's that old cast iron contraption. You kind of turn. It's got a handle. You put the apple on it, and it's got, you know, little spikies that you slide the apple onto, and you turn a handle, and it runs it through a blade that cores it and slices it. Then it's got another little arm on it that you can either move back or add to. You know, you can release a little lever that allows that it's spring-loaded, so it will basically touch the side of the apple. And as you turn the handle and the apple spirals through the blades, to, you know, or the blade to core it and cut it, it also peels it. Oh, my gosh. So everything. The hardest part of this whole thing is when you buy your apples – Try to buy some apples that are pretty uniform. Mm-hmm. You don't want a lopsided one, because the hardest part of this is getting this dude on there. So here's what I do: I line up the bottom core with. There's a hole in this in this blade at the end of this. That this blade sticks up off the end, mm-hmm. and um, I just line. I put my finger through that hole and line up the bottom of the apple where the core is with that, and then I line up the top. And slide it on the little three prongs. It's like a little triangle set of prongs, three little prongs there that hold the apple. Let's put this. I put our peeling blade in into a, in place, so it slaps up. And then as your apple turns, as you turn your apple, it goes right through. The peeling blade, here peeling, and it's slicing, and it's coring. There we are. We're done. One whole apple.
0: Oh, and it's done?
1: Peeled, cored, and sliced. Right there, just that quick. How's that?
0: I am jealous. I'm usually, like, trying to peel the skin off and... Cut it mm. in half and take out the course without taking out my fingers. <laughs>
1: and then when you get done, you've got this apple that's perfectly sliced. Ugh. You make one cut down through, right? See all these little spirals here? So you make one cut through that. Let me get the next apple out here. Hardest part's getting the apple out of the bag. This on here. Get that blade out of the way.
0: Very nice. Even though I gotta say, the putting the apple on the thingy sounds a little intimidating.
1: It takes a little practice. Yeah. But once you get it, once you get it done, believe me, it is so much easier. Yeah. Than Coring, slicing—I mean, you know, doing it all like you were doing manually by hand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ta-da! And what's cool is the part that's sliced—just peel, you just pull it right off the core. Ta-da! And it's a big old spiral. I've taken these two and just pulled it out. It's like a big shrinky uh, slinky. Right.
0: <laughs> slinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, mm-hmm. just pull it out, and I put a bamboo skewer in it so it stayed, make it stay open. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about, sprinkled it with um, sugar oh, and cinnamon, and baked it. That. One. Yeah. That's cool to lay on somebody's plate at dinner. Is this big apple thing sticking mm-hmm. out? Or you can do what we're going to do here in just a second. I need to do a couple more apples. Um, ta-da. So, again, line up the back end. Whoop, get that peel blade out of the way. Just pull it back. It's on a little arm. Swing it out. Line up the core there. Line up that end. Uh, yeah, Pretty close. Slide it on the blades. Put the peeling arm in place and turn the crank. Just like that. There's another apple, ready to go, man. <laughs> so we need one more of these, Cheryl. In fact, you want part of this? Mm, it's good.
0: All right, because yeah, it's at three to four.
1: Okay. La 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 la. So what are your f- favorite apples
0: so i yeah i'll try almost anything to Mm -hmm. any type of apple because i'm always looking for something that's a little different than i've had and you know i have i have this um this place that delivers vegetables every two weeks oh
1: yeah that's right that's right so i remember that one time you're telling me you got like a box of kale
0: (laughs) yeah oh my gosh yeah
1: one zucchini, one orange, and kale. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but usually, I, I, I like kale. But, you know, when you get kale, like every time, you're just like, okay, we yeah. got it, we've yeah. had yeah. enough of the kale now. Move on.
1: An <laughs> old girlfriend that her they grew okra. Oh. You know, they had a garden with okra. And, folks, okra, you can cut it one day, and mm. it's okra tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that stuff grows. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okra is cool. You know, I'll, I'll eat it once in a while, but it, I, it's got to be fried. Oh. I don't like it, now I've had it pickled too. Pickled is okay too, yeah. but man, I hate squishy. Ew, I hate squishy okra. Yeah, but anyway, same way, man. I was like, okay, you know, okra seventeen days in a row, I'm done. All right, so this is where I differ from you because okra, I
0: absolutely love.
1: You could eat okra every day.
0: I could eat okra because, I mean, you can fry it. I'm not too keen on it being squishy, sort I mean, of slimy, I- um. But you can actually. You can bake okra. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a friend of mine has um, serves them as an hors d'oeuvre. He just okay. bakes them with like a little oregano and a little salt and pepper.
1: Ooh, that oh, that does... Delicious, delicious.
0: Um, so
1: they're slimy when they bake them?
0: Nope, not at all, not okay. at all. And it was like the one, like when it, when I was in the, in the Peace Corps and was living with this uh, family... There was a okra season, I was the happy camper. <laughs> was okay. like, they're like, Oh, Cheryl, we, we have okra and they had this huge bag, I'm like, I'm happy. <laughs>
1: I'm in. Okay. Go ahead. I'm yeah. taking our now our spiral slices, I'm setting them they're just sitting here. And basically they look like a naked apple now. They they're peeled. And they've got the core out and they're all sliced and these slices, y'all, are about Mm, quarter inch thick maybe beautiful so as you can tell i'm eating a piece Uh-oh. so i'm taking the knife i'm not cutting all the way across it i'm just cutting down i've got the blade so that the point of the knife is in the center where the core would be okay so i'm just cutting one side of the apple does that make sense Mm-hmm. slicing down Soop, slice it down now after doing one slice i could take these apart and you've got apple rings
0: right
1: and these are delicious too i've Sometimes take these, y'all, and just put them on a plate, put a little chocolate syrup on them. They make a great little side to dinner, a little dessert. Right. But what I'm doing, I'm just continuing to slice around, slice down, and now I've ended up with a whole bunch of just little pieces of apple sliced down. And we're talking there about an inch, eh, anywhere from half an inch to an inch, I guess, wide, if you will. You know, and then... The thickness is, um, yeah, this this piece I'm holding here is probably left to right, maybe an inch and a half, mm-hmm. top to bottom, mm, maybe an inch, and then, you know, thick, about a quarter inch. So just perfect little pieces, just what, we, just what the doctor ordered. Do this last one here. Get these cut down. Then we're going to turn to our jelly. We need some currant jelly. Now, instead of currant, I'm using apple jelly, just because... The store didn't have currant jelly. <laughs>
0: I think this is going to be fantastic.
1: It's going to be delicious. And again, as we we're talking, if you're just one or two, this is something, too, because this sauce, once you make this this uh, apple sauce that goes on top of our pork, which will be done in about 10 minutes, mm, 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 mm. you scoop this out and put it on top of your pork. So your pork's all cooked. And like we're saying, if you know, if, uh, if this is more than you're going to eat in one setting… Take the, the uneaten pork and either put it, you know, freeze it or just throw it in the fridge for leftovers tomorrow.
0: hmm
1: And then you can heat this sauce up, your apple stuff, you can heat that up in a microwave. Throw your pork chops back in the oven if you want to or heat them up in the microwave too, either way. I kind of like sometimes meats and things. I like to just put the oven on about 275 and put them in and just give them some time to, to warm up that way. Mm-hmm but definitely put some water in there with them like we were talking about earlier a little mug of water to help them keep from drying out but I learned that trick from an old roommate of mine that used to work at a cafeteria because that's what he would do when he reheated food because sometimes you microwave it it's kind of mushy right you know um, anyway enough for the tips from Dale <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness nope. or you
1: know what <laughs> eat the dang things cold I don't care
0: no, but this is important stuff.
1: Cold might be good too. You could maybe like once you've,
0: uh, you know, once you've had them as a, as a, as like pork chops and stuff, maybe you could try it as a sandwich.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. I asked what I did with my meatloaf that was left over. Oh my
0: gosh, I gotta say Tim's mom makes like the best
1: meatloaf mm, ever. Uh, Good meatloaf. You know, probably the best meatloaf I've had was that, remember, long, long, long time ago. I don't know what show it was on. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's in the archives though, but we made that cheeseburger meatloaf. Oh, uh, uh, that uh, it's sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Good, 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 good. So, all right, so we've got our apples sliced up here. I'm just kind of going through our big pile of apples here. I'm on a flexible chopping mat, y'all, so when it comes time to put these in the skillet, they will just pop right on in there without a problem. Oh, all right, so now we need um, the jelly. The current jelly was uh, 16 ounces, correct? Two cups? 12 ounces. 12 ounces, cup and a half. Okay. Let me get a saucepan out. Okay, but that apple machine, y'all, mm, it works great too for pears. i tell you, Cheryl, I've also ran a potato through it. Oh, did it work? Uh huh, peeled it, sliced it, cored it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's much call for a cord. Apple, I mean potato, Right, right. but that, but uh, yeah, came out awesome. They fried up nicely. There's our um, jelly in the saucepan and we're just going to heat this up. Then we're going to add in our apples, get a little fire going under our uh, jelly. We'll get this going. We're going to take a little break then. And then we'll come back and put all this together. So we're going to turn this to about medium heat. Mm-hmm. Just kind of let it do its thing. And you want to basically do this once the, your jelly gets hot and it'll start, you know, kind of melting down. Then we want to add our apples into it. Okay. And you want to just do your apples until they get soft.
0: I think they said like five to seven minutes.
1: Yeah, this will not take too long.
0: Right.
1: Because I still want my apples to be kind of crispy.
0: Right. Yeah, you want a little, you want a little bite, right? You don't mm-hmm. want. Just blending into the sauce.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like a little crunch. So funny enough textures of food, you know?
0: Oh, my gosh. I had apple crisp ice cream.
1: Apple crisp ice cream. That sounds awesome.
0: I was, like, in heaven. I It had all my favorite Was it things. like a
1: fried ice cream? No, you know,
0: no, like- no, no. It was just regular ice cream, but it had okay. chunks of apple, a little oh, bit oh. of the... Oh, I was, I was very happy.
1: <laughs> Cheryl sounds like me, doesn't she, y'all? Oh, it's just her taste buds remember.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> kind of like Calgon, take me away.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <right>. my goodness. <laughs>
1: so we're kind of getting warm here. I've just put the, uh, put the apples in. Mm-hmm. Let me get our, one of these wooden spoons here. Just kind of do a little flipping and flopping.
0: And this is nice. This is another recipe where, you know, it doesn't take that much to put together. Like 2 minutes, 3 minutes, you've got your flour and pepper and you've breaded your pork chops, and, but and then you can put the pork chops in the oven and as that's cooking, you make your sauce.
1: Mhm. Get your sauce going. Take the time. So it's one of those yeah, it's one of those kind of meals that are that's nice. Yeah. Right on top of each other. Right. It's, it's pretty excellent. Eh?
0: And you don't. You're not. You know. You don't have like 50 ingredients and <laughs> everything. You know. You Stuff just, everywhere. Oh my gosh! Hey. I've done those, but yeah. you should, but in in our case, I mean, we've talked about even if you did have a 50 ingredient recipe, the easiest thing to do is to get all your ingredients out, and you can line them up to some extent in the order that you're going to use them. Exactly. Because it just it makes life so much easier. And so much less stressful because you're not in your kitchen running around going, where's the black
1: pepper? Uh-huh. Well, and that's something, too, because there's nothing like getting all the way through a recipe like that and realizing, oh, crap, I don't have that. Right. I thought I had that, right. but I don't. Right. You know, So definitely get, all, get your ingredients out. And, uh, I mean, you've seen it like when we've made cookies or we've done this or that. Get everything out. And, I'm, I mean, I know some people that even go ahead and, well, sometimes if you're going to be doing something – where you have to add ingredients quickly, mm-hmm. you don't have time to sit there and measure them. Right. So pre-measure them and get them in bowls lined up, or, or and then you're ready to go. You know, add this. Okay, grab that. Add that. Wait, okay, stir that in. But okay, add this. Okay, shh. Sh- you know, because right. you can't you can't be three places. You can't be stirring. You can't be looking. And you can't be measuring out ingredients all at the same time. I mean, I know you're good, but you're not an octopus. If you were, <laughs> we'd call you. Ya- an octopus. <laughs> exactly.
0: And and that's that's like when stuff can go wrong. You know, when oh, you yeah. can have an accident when you're like Oh, I can do I can do fifty things at one time and usually, uh, usually. Guess yeah. what?
1: No you can't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're gonna take five. We'll be right back after these important messages. Listen,
0: Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: Woohoo, we are back, back, back. Okay, we've taken our pork out. It is at 151 degrees, which is perfect. Our sauce is good. So, Cheryl, I'm going to hook you up. I you know me. I'm ready. I know that's right. Look at look, I've got a plate. I have already got uh, You don't need that. <laughs> I got you taken care of right here. We'll save that one for the band. All right. Uh, Boys in the band, they'll take care of that.
0: I got knife and fork. I have my napkin. Nah,
1: you'll need that. Got your napkin.
0: Uh, got your uh, wine. I'm looking. Oh, there's my glass of wine. Okay. I'm all set. Cool. I'm all
1: set. Excellent. Let me get this dished up. You want sauce on the side or over the top?
0: I think a little of both.
1: Okay. I can do that. We'll plop you a little on the side of the plate, and then we'll plop some on top of it. Works for me. Cause man, you got a pork and apples. I don't know what happened, but that just goes together. It does. I guess because, well, you know, you always see a pig with an apple in its mouth. That must be why. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um why don't you take a short, short, read that recipe real fast.
0: All right. Here we go.
1: And, um... Watch how fast she reads it, y'all. Cause she I knows know. Food.
0: I am. I am like ready. I'm like, stop Done. talking, Dale.
1: I have. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up already.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Three tablespoons all-purpose flour. One and a half teaspoons of salt. Half a teaspoon of pepper. Six bone-in pork loin chops, um, one and a half inches thick, eight ounces weight. A quarter cup of water. One jar, 12 ounces of currant jelly. We'll talk about the changes we made. And three to four medium tart apples,
1: thinly sliced. Perfect. Now, um, as we talked about the pork chops, I substituted country ribs. And again, ask your butcher at at the grocery store to let you check them out. Um, And don't forget, y'all, the butcher, I mean, if, you know, sometimes the steak they put out or the chop, whatever, if it's not as thick as you want it, just ask them to cut it for you. They'll do it. They don't charge for it. I mean, that's their job is to cut meat, man. Keep that meat tray full. But even the steaks, like ribeyes, for instance, when I get those, I want them to be about an inch and a half thick, you know? I mean, I got ribeyes one time from some joint and cooked them up. They started curling. They were so thin. I'm like, eh, that ain't right. But anyway... So we use country, the country ribs. Just dredge them in the in the um, salt and pepper and flour mixture. Just a thin coating. Put them in the pan. Put the water in with them. Put them in the oven to bake. Again at 350 for about an hour. You want the internal temperature to be about 145. When you pull them out, you want to let them rest for about five minutes. And actually, you should do that with any meat. When you take it out of the oven, off the grill, just let it rest for a few minutes. That'll help seal in all that. Delicious flavor, man. Mm -mm -mm. For the sauce, it was just a 12-ounce bottle of, um, it called for currant jelly. I used apple jelly. Now, in a pinch, you could also use applesauce. We took about three to four. I used three, Granny Smith's, because they're kind of big at this time of year. Peeled, cored, and sliced those thinly. And again, the apple machine was the way to go. You can do pears on it. You can do apples. Like I said, I did potatoes. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool little device. Kind of like cooking's easy when you got the cool tools. (laughs) So um, in a saucepan, we want to heat up our jelly, add in our apples. And you just want to heat it for about five to seven minutes until everything's hot and your apples are kind of soft. Now, as you stir it, as we were on break there and I was kind of stirring it up, you can kind of feel the texture of the apple in there. You know, you can feel if they're hard or not. Okay, so do that. When they start to feel a little bit soft, and again, cook it to your texture. If you like your apples super soft and cooked through, let it go. If you don't, if you like them a little crispy with a little bite like I do, then you want to kind of al dente them. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's the apples are al dente? Really? I thought that was pasta. Well, it's apple pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any. Thank you. I'll take it all then. If they don't eat it, it's more for you. But that's all there is to it, y'all. Serve. Put your um, pork on the plate. And then you can either put the sauce over the top of your chops or on the side. You know, if you're going to do it on the side, put it in a little bowl. That works, too. Make it nice. Make it pretty. Okay? So Halloween is coming, y'all. It's autumn. Oh, goodness gracious. Winter's coming. All kinds of crazy stuff will be happening here on Cooking in the Dark. You do not want to miss an episode. You do want to stick with us. Next week... Uh, we're gonna be making a cool little Halloween treat. I won't tell you what it is, so you gotta come back. I'll give you a hint, though. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a sick cat, didn't it? <laughs> All right, y'all. She's Cheryl Cummings. I'm Dale Campbell, and don't forget Tim, the magic man, who's back in the box. Y'all don't go anywhere. Have fun and remember, this is Cooking in the Dark. We are not responsible for weight gain. The band is here, ready to play. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.